What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today is December 31st, 2023, and in just a few short hours, it will be 2024, man. I'm super excited, um, but we're not here to talk about me specifically. We're here to talk about the majority of people who will actually have the same year, hence the title of this podcast, Happy Same Year. 95% of people are actually not going to make any progress at all, and this is a shame. But it's entirely predictable. But it's also kind of freaking sad, man. It's freaking sad. I don't want to call these people dumb or anything like that. Because uh, I think there's just some missing information that they need to know about themselves. Like, when I mean themselves, I mean self-knowledge about the stuff that makes them tick. The stuff that makes them get up in the morning and do what they do. Because it's not just all choice. We don't have 100% free will. We have things in our past that most people let dominate their futures. And people really don't have an understanding of how their mind works and how their emotions play into their decisions and why that keeps them in the same spot. And I want to explain that. And I've explained it before. Uh, I've been working on this idea of the emotional seesaw and I want to re-explain it because I have some new things to say. And I want to share an experiment with you that I'm going to be doing throughout the year to tilt my seesaw to the right and become the person I know I can be so I can hit the goals that I want to hit and help the people that I want to help. And I know it can do the same for you. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about. So the first thing to know about the emotional seesaw, before we even talk about the seesaw, is emotions, right? So we have all these thoughts and experiences that we've made. We've made hundreds of decisions, thousands of evaluations, and the only evaluations that we have, they fit into two categories, good for me or bad for me. Those are the two basic value judgments that we have. And these value judgments are all built up in our subconscious, and whenever we interact with a new situation or claim a new goal for ourselves, what happens is our mind reaches for a new situation, a similar situation that happened in the past. And it says, essentially, here, I want you to experience this because this is exactly like this other situation that you had back in 2005 or something like that. So imagine your subconscious as like a basket of previous evaluations and value judgments and emotions and experiences. And let's say you want to lose weight this year. That's a big goal for everybody. I always talk about that goal for some reason. But yeah, that's a big goal for everybody in the new year. You have your emotional basket in your subconscious, and what's happening is you try to you say to your subconsciously, "I want this new goal. I want to finally get in shape and blah blah blah, and I want to look better and I want to feel attractive and this and this and that." And what happens is you're interacting with this new situation called getting in shape, and what happens is your mind is looking for similar experiences in the past where you try to get in shape or you try to change your body, and then it's generating a response from these emotions of the past. And if you're a big person and you're trying to lose weight, you likely have a lot of negative emotions of the past. And when I say negative emotions, I mean things that make you feel uneasy in some way. I personally don't think any emotions are bad. I'm using bad just for vernacular terms, vernacular, common vernacular. You have these bad emotions. I'm out of shape. I've never been this or that. I'm clumsy. I've, the doctor says I'm big bone or whatever it is, right? And what's happening is you say, I want to go to the gym. I want to get in shape. And your mind is like, nope, I just found 10,000 experiences of you saying to yourself and experiencing pain or discomfort or embarrassment or anxiety in terms of losing weight or about your body or about whatever it is. And that prevents the person from having the discipline of taking that action consistently. All right, now on to the actual seesaw. So let's say you're on a seesaw. If you don't know what that is, it's like a playground thing where you have two sides on a triangle. Well, one plank on a triangle. And depending on which child weighs more, the seesaw will tilt 
and that direction. So you have your emotional basket and your subconscious of all your previous evaluations about whatever goal it is you're trying to achieve. And let's say you have 50 bad emotions about losing weight and you only have five good ones about losing weight. You take those and you put your negative emotions on the left side of your seesaw. So you have 50 negative emotions on the left side of your seesaw. Then you take the five good things that you experienced about your health, your body, or whatever it is, and you put that on the right side of your seesaw. As you can tell, 50 is way more than five. So you're leaning your seesaw to the left. And if your seesaw is leaning to the left, which means you have more negative experiences in your mind about losing weight and all this stuff, it will be very, very hard for you to take action to lose that weight because you're going to strive toward the gym, towards eating right, whatever it is. And you're, the whole time, your mind is going to be screaming at you. You can't do this. X, Y, Z, you had 50 experiences in the past, negative, and we want to avoid that in the future. So we're telling you to feel bad about going to the gym, losing weight, eating right, all that stuff. And the goal with the emotional seesaw is to have more positive emotions than negative emotions. Let's say you have 50 negative emotions and you had the five positive and you're leaning to the left, which means you've been very much struggling to stay in the gym, to eat right, whatever that goal is for you. You have to have 46 positive experiences so that your positive experiences of going to the gym and your body and working out and all that stuff, so your seesaw will tilt to the right. And once you're tilted to the right, you can actually do the thing consistently and become, as you lean more and more to the right, you gain more and more positive experiences and evaluations and value judgments about going to the gym. It will become easier and easier for you to stay in the gym. And hence, you will hit your goal easily. All right, now that's all good and dandy. I want to move on to the experiment, which is kind of not an experiment because it's just been proven time and again by other people. I say it's an experiment because it's the first time I'm consciously using it on myself. And I plan on doing this for the whole year to see what happens. I know it's going to be great, but yeah, I'm going to tell you about it. So you know about the emotional seesaw. You have your negative emotions on the left side of your seesaw and your positive on your right side. And as long as your negative is weighing down the seesaw, you will have to fight to reach that goal, become that person, so you can accomplish that thing for you, your family, or whoever it is. Now, my experiment, which is not an experiment, it's an experiment on myself, but using proven techniques, I'm going to show you how to lift or remove the negative emotions from the left side of your seesaw and add positive emotions to the right side of your seesaw. And yeah, let's get right into it. So negative emotions on the left side of your seesaw. There's pretty much a couple of things that you can do. And one that I've been doing myself is psychotherapy. I've been using psychotherapy on myself for the last few months, and it's been freaking awesome, man. I've learned so much about myself and the things that make me tick and the my dark side, a whole bunch of stuff. And realizing that some of the things I thought about myself actually didn't come from me at all, but were projected onto me by authority figures and random people and random situations, right? When you go through something like psychotherapy, whether that be with an actual psychotherapist or by yourself, I say do it by yourself because I I could talk about therapists all day, but therapy is not good anymore. (laughs) Mostly. There are some good therapists out there, but the majority of them are pretty much dummies who don't know what they're talking about. And they're just making shit up so that you stay in the chair. But anyways, I'll talk about that in a separate podcast. But doing psychotherapy is one of the ways to lift the negative emotions out of your emotional box so that they weigh your seesaw down less. And another thing I've been doing for the last couple of years is pretty much journaling, just journaling. 
And the thing about journaling is very hard in the beginning. I know it seems like, why would it be hard to journal? Because you will have a strong urge to self-censor. I was writing stuff down at the beginning of my journaling journey. And I was like, oh my God, Like I don't want nobody to see this. I don't want nobody to see this, man. I don't want to write it. But eventually I got to the point where I could stop censoring myself within my mind. And as a result, I've learned more about myself and have lifted more negative emotions off the left side of my seesaw. This is something that you can do for pretty much free. You can do psychotherapy. All you need to do, buy all of Nathaniel Brendan's books. Nathaniel Brendan, that's his name. Psychotherapist from the 50s and 60s, pioneer of the self-esteem movement. He has exercises that I do. I've been doing those for my psychotherapy stuff. And of course, journaling, you just buy a journal and you write. Pretty simple stuff that can really lift a whole bunch of weight off your negative side of your seesaw. Lifting negative emotions off the left side of your seesaw is a great thing, and it will result in a lot of... For me, I feel like I'm just lighter in my head. I feel less weighed down. I feel more closer to who I am instead of the conglomeration of influences of the past. And that's what releasing those negative emotions feels like. And yeah, negative emotions, lifting them off your left side of your seesaw is great. But if you don't have any positive emotions to weigh down the other side, then you'll feel great, but you won't take action in the direction of your goals. So let's shift over to that right now. So from the um, positive side of your seesaw, there are pretty much a couple of other things you could do. You need to have as many positive experiences in relation to that goal as soon as possible. And the way to do that is with a really good coach. A really good coach is somebody who will get you a win as fast as possible. And what will happen is you'll have, instead of just one point or one emotion being added to your positive side of your seesaw, you'll get 10 or 20 or 30. And let's say, for example, you're trying to lose weight. You want to go to the gym and get in shape, all that stuff, right? If you get a great coach, he will get you a quick win. A quick win that could be losing five pounds in a week or 10 pounds in a month. And that will just like add a whole bunch of points or add a whole bunch of of positive emotions to the right side of your seesaw. And the goal is to get you to tilt to the right as fast as possible. Because if you tilt to the right, you'll make it a habit and it'll become the rule to be in shape and eat right and sleep right instead of being a couch potato or having all these negative feelings about yourself. Another way you can go about this is hypnosis. Hypnosis, go to a hypnotist and they'll do their magic on you and they'll give you a whole bunch of positive experiences about yourself in the form of, I don't know exactly what they will say. I would, I would call it like personality revealing slash alteration. I haven't done this stuff myself, but I'll, I'll think about it, man, because it sounds pretty interesting. But you get on the hypnosis and they they kind of tell you who you are and some I don't know how it works. They tell you something and then you wake up a whole new person and you take actions in the direction of your goals. It's crazy how it works, but yeah, that's an option. And another thing to have is an extreme experience. Um, one of my favorite books of all time is Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. And one of the chapters, he was talking about a guy. He was smoking cigarettes. He didn't even want to quit. Smoking like a chimney. He's smoking a couple packs a day. And he's not even thinking about quitting. But one day, his little daughter comes in, and she sees him smoking. And she's like, Daddy, stop killing yourself. And he's like, what? What are you talking about, baby? And then she points to his cigarette. And she's like, you're killing yourself with that cigarette or something like that. And he's like, 
no, oh, no, I'm not, baby. And then she's like, I want you to be there when I'm married or something like that. And immediately, guy who's smoking a couple packs a day puts away cigarettes, never smokes it again. And he had an extreme experience. You could categorize that as negative or positive. I don't know how you would do it. It depends on who you are. But I would say that was a extremely positive experience, which added a whole bunch of positive things to his right side of his emotional seesaw. So that's about what I have so far. That's my theory. I know the emotional seesaw is accurate from my personal experience, at least, and the experiences of the people I've read in these books who are talking about the same thing, but in a different fashion. But yeah, as a summary, you're on a seesaw, you're thinking about your goal, and what's happening is your mind is looking for a similar situation in your mind, and they're pulling emotions from those situations and projecting them onto you now. So if you're a big person and you want to lose weight, you start taking action, but all these negative emotions come up because you've had hundreds of negative experiences about your body, about your capabilities in the gym, or whatever it is. And you probably have very little on the right side of your seesaw, which means to say you have very little experience of experiencing your body as a positive thing, as not a source of embarrassment and shame and whatever other emotions you're feeling. And the goal is to get that seesaw to tilt to the right as fast as possible. You can do that with psychotherapy, journaling, introspection. Oh, and imagination. I did not talk about imagination. I could, I could talk about that real quick. So your body does not know the difference between an imagined experience and a real experience. And if you want to learn more about that, you can read The New Cycle Cybernetics or Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joseph Dispenza. And then it, he talks about how your nervous system doesn't know the difference between a real experience and a bad experience or a real experience and a fake experience, which is why you could sit and you could think about something negative or something that makes you angry and your body gets all tensed up and you feel stressed out. Or you could think about something that makes you tired and you become tired. You could think about lashing out in anger and you become angry. You could think about having sex and you feel, you know, the sex feelings <laughs> and all that stuff. It's wild what people can do with their minds. But yeah, that's another one of those. And then you could do coaching, have a great coach that will get you a quick win so that he can load that right side of your emotional seesaw as fast as possible. You can have extreme experience. You know, extreme experiences usually come from the outside. Like, that's not something you can force. Like, if your daughter comes up to you and says, you're going to die if you keep smoking, that's not something you can make happen. That's just something that has to happen. And then, of course, you have hypnosis, which I'm not too sure how it works, but it seems to have really good results of getting people to make a 180 turn in terms of acting and contradicting to their goals to acting in perfect alignment to the goals. And yeah, this is the experiment I'm running. Every day I'm studying the new psychosarmonetics. I'm doing my psychotherapy work. I'm doing imagination work. I'm journaling every day. Introspection. I have coaches. And I can't force an extreme experience. Maybe I'll try hypnosis. Man, I might try that. I might try that. I'll let you know if I try that. It'll be on the podcast. But this is how you win. You got to get that emotional seesaw to the right side as fast as possible. So you don't have the same year as everybody else. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Happy New Year to you if you decide to tilt your emotional seesaw to the right. But happy same year to you if you decide to try to force yourself through sheer willpower to reach your goals. And with that, I'll see you in the next one. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.